This Blitz podcast is brought to you by Bravado Wireless. Available online at bravadowireless.com. The Blitz 1170 stream is brought to you by Duck Creek Casino, your hometown casino. I miss the music that they were piping in for us a little bit earlier. Little Mannheim Steamwheeler. Steamroller, Steamwheeler. <laughs> Which one is it? Steamroller. <laughs> Steamwheeler, Steamroller. I don't know. Uh, what's a Steamwheeler? <laughs> oh, you know what a Steamwheeler is. No, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. Mannheim Steamwheeler. Let's go, baby. That's good. That, that is my cover band. Of Mannheim Steamrollers, Mannheim Steamwheeler. <laughs> there you go. See, I've got it all figured out right now. You can you can catch me over at I name a you can catch me over at the Buccaneer with my the Buccaneer Bar, which is just right around the corner here from the University of Tulsa. Which we are here today because in an hour from now we will be hearing from the new head coach at the University of Tulsa, Kevin Wilson in his uh, introductory press conference here at TU. All right, uh, let's hit up that Oklahoma Ford dealers hotline and welcome in a gentleman who's back to work today. It's Jacob Unruh joining us from the Oklahoman here on the Blitz 1170. Jacob, what's going on, man? How are you today? I am good, fellas, and since I heard you guys talking about a steam wheeler, I had to Google it. And uh, <laughs> I've, I, I, still don't, I still don't know what it is, but there is a Quad City steam wheeler for the Arena Football League team yeah there is baby that that is right uh that is a former that is a former opponent of the uh now defunct tulsa talons and a current uh it will be a current opponent opponent of the tulsa oilers indoor football team coming up so see jacob's keeping it local baby he's got this thing already figured out right now that's what i like i'm working hard for you guys that's what i'm here for (laughs) all right uh simple question is there going to be anyone left to play in the bowl game? My goodness, my man. Uh, it has been a wild, wild 24, 48 hours, maybe even longer than that with what we've seen from the transfer portal. So very basic, like thoughts on everything that you're seeing right now uh, with Oklahoma State and the amount of players jumping in the portal. That's a good question. Um, it's, uh, for, as far as who's eligible for the bowl game, I mean, you know, having enough players for the bowl game, I mean, I think I – think I think they will. I mean, I hope they will. Um, it'd be really weird to show up when they don't. But, um, you know, Mike may have to, you know, if Spencer wants to play in the bowl game, is he going to say no? You know, if he's, he goes last year, Jaden Jernigan um, was one of the guys that was in the portal but played in the bowl game. Um, you know, Hunter Anthony was another one too, an offensive lineman that was in the portal and then played in the bowl game. And, um so, you know, I know Mike, you know, Mike was asked about that Sunday night. Scott Wright asked him um, if he would consider that, and he was going to evaluate it and see what the numbers were like and things like that. So maybe some of these guys will still play. I don't know. Um, I don't know the next time we get to talk to Mike uh, about this, if it's definitely a question we've got to ask. Um, but as far as the number of guys going in, I mean, it wasn't – nothing's entirely too surprising um, with it, uh, considering – just the way the transfer portal is and the way things are going um, with guys leaving. Um, you know, there's, there's obviously some disappointing ones. You know, Mason Cobb is, is, is a tough loss because uh, he was their leading tackler and was really coming along uh, this season his first time as a starter. And, um, 
to lose Trace Ford really hurts, I think, too, because um, I think he was, you know, they're expecting him to be healthy by next year, and um, that uh, that really hurts. And um, Dominic Richardson uh, is another tough loss. You consider the running back situation already as it is. And, and, you know, and, and Braylon Presley is the one that might have been the most uh, surprising to me, I guess, in, in a way, um, just because, you know, we hadn't really got talked to him this season. Um, but also, they – you know, being a freshman and a guy who got in the field and did some things. And um, as far as wanting to play running back, I, I, I don't know. Um, that's, that's a whole different conversation, but uh, you know, I, I just think that this is just kind of how it is. But I think, you know, when, when you listen to Mike talk about how much he doesn't like the portal and doesn't like things like that, I don't think he's going to avoid going to the portal. I think they're going to have to go use the portal and he's never been afraid to use the portal before. I mean, look at Jalen Warren and Tay Martin, um, Josh Seals, uh, Danny Godleski, guys like that. And he's had success. He was on the forefront of the graduate assistant transfer before that with other guys. And so um, he's not afraid to use it. I just don't think he likes it, but he's going to use it. And he's going to go and do what he can to keep players and to gain players uh, through this thing. And so I, I don't look for, um, you know, I, I, I don't sense any panic yet necessarily. Um, but, uh, the, you know, I think with the fans, there's obviously panic. It does make his comments about the way that he handles the situation stand out a little bit more, doesn't it, Jacob? I mean, with with what we're seeing right now? It does, but I don't know how much stock I put in those comments to begin with. Um, I don't know if he – I'm not going to say he misspoke. I'm not going to pretend to know what Mike was saying uh, in his head there, but he talks to players. He's not ignoring these guys. He's not – just letting them make their own decisions. Um, he's always been open that when it comes to the NFL stuff, he stays out of it. And so I don't know if maybe he was talking that direction more. He was deflecting post game, you know, being frustrated, you know, upset they lost the game. Um, but I, I still lean to highly doubt, and he doesn't talk to players about the portal and where they're going. Yeah, there's always a context to it, right, uh, behind behind what he says. So mm-hmm. I tend to be one way, or the, not lean one way or the other with uh, elements like this. Um, Braylon has been, or Presley has been the only one that that's really has been vocal about this so far and has said anything uh, in terms of uh, how you perceive it, whether you perceive that as negative or him just being completely honest about the situation that he found himself in. Um, I. I don't want to lean one way or the other because there's a large part of me, Jacob, that just feels like that this is the current state of college football. And these guys now that haven't had an opportunity like this before are are willing to take a look around and see what their self-worth or what their value is. And they feel like that they owe it to themselves now more than ever before. It doesn't mean that behind the scenes there's some, you know, uh, drastically bad element that's happening, uh, even with Presley's comments in a situation like this. Right. Yeah. No, I think, I think they've, they've, they've all gotten this right now um, to go and figure out their worth and what they can do um, and to better their opportunities in different ways, whether it's NIL, whether it's just, they want to go somewhere different to, you know, I think they have a better chance somewhere else to, to get to the next level that, you know, they have those opportunities now. I don't think we should go. I don't think we should sit here and just rip these kids apart for this. You know, this is the opportunity they have now. This is how it is. Um, and, and I don't fault them for it. They, this is, this is fair game. And, um, I feel like that's kind of how it should be as far you know, Braylon's comments, I don't know. Um, 
when you look at the the running back situation, you know the running backs struggled overall number wise and stuff. The offensive line wasn't very good this year, and I don't know that Braylon. Yeah, people want Braylon to get the ball apparently, but I mean, what's he going to do differently in that situation with an offensive line that struggled? And for a guy who's undersized like Braylon, that's not a good combination. And so it's just, you know, I, I get his comments. I understand where he, how he feels. Um, but when you look at the situation on the field, I also get why OSU um, kept him in space situations. Jacob Unruh is our guest here on the Blitz 1170 via the Oklahoma Ford Dealers Hotline. We're about 50 minutes away from Kevin Wilson and his uh, opening press conference here at the University of Tulsa as they made that announcement last night. Um, I don't know uh, any of the inner workings on this, and I we've talked to Spencer Sanders at nauseum this year about what's next for him. Um, I heard John Holcomb say something yesterday on on these airwaves when was he was asked about Spencer, which said, and it made me think, that was a little bit of an odd situation, right, with Spencer's senior day. And it didn't mm-hmm. seem like that there was an overwhelmingly large amount of love and, and, and affection that was shown. Not that Gundy did a, bu- a bunch of that anyway. It just felt a little frosty. As Spike Dykes would say, a little frost on the pumpkin is what it felt like with uh, with mm-hmm. Spencer Sanders and Mike Gundy during that entire senior day scene. Did you feel the same? Um, I don't know. It was, that was an odd scene with considering that it was raining uh, and it was so cold and windy and um, Gundy was standing at the tunnel instead of middle of the field footballs um, like he normally would be. So that was a little different, hard for me to read. Um, yeah. But I could see that, you know. I think, I think, you know, I think they were starting to prepare – um, the last few weeks for the for the likelihood that Spencer was going to leave, um, but whether or not he and Gundy's relationship it was a little icy there, I, I I couldn't tell you. It just it was a whole weird day. wasn't a ton of fans. The atmosphere was just blah, and and the the weather was brutally bad, and so it just it was a weird day all around. It was. It was. What's next, Jacob? Um, this is a weird time, right? With portal. An early signing period. Then you've got the bowl game that's mixed in on the 27th. I mean, there's not a lot of leeway in terms of time that's here. Uh, but with all the, the the players that are jumping in the portal, they got some figuring out to do, like what their numbers look like and just how active and in-depth they have to be via the portal. Yeah, you know, I think they've got to do that. I think they've got to regroup and, and you know, they're already practicing. Um, you know, Michael's looking forward to these two weeks of practice they get to, to get ready for the bowl and how much it could help in the future. And now they're going to start looking at some other guys. You know, there's going to be guys that we haven't seen a ton of probably get to play. Um, and we're still waiting on some decisions. You know, is is a guy like uh, Jason Taylor going to play in the bowl game? Um, you know, I kind of – he has not made a decision last I talked to him uh, about next season. Um, but I, I don't think he's transferring. I think he's a guy that's either going pro or, or he's coming back, um, I would guess. But, uh, you know, is, if he's going pro, he's going to play in the bowl game. Um you know, Brock Martin uh, is a guy who will play in the bowl game, but uh, he has a chance to kind of leave a little more stamp on some of these younger guys. And, you know, I think this is just a – so it's a weird transition time. I think you start beginning the transition the next season with this bowl game uh, and looking to see what you have and what you need to fill holes. And they've already got the one offer that's out there, right, in Ray Davis, who's the Vanderbilt transfer running back. Uh, because with mm-hmm. Richardson jumping in, I mean, you've got to get on that and get on that early. 
yeah, you you need more running backs, and I know people worry that could run Ollie Gordon off. I don't know that it will. I think, yeah, I, don't, I think all you know, running backs have realized that you're going to need more than one running back throughout a season, um, and so because uh, look how many running backs that you used this season. Dom got beat up. Jay Nixon got beat up a time or two. Um, Ollie had some D- Nixon bruises there, and DeAndre Jackson came on late, and so you guys, you know, there's three guys coming back there, but you know, a fourth guy right there in the mix that could really carry the ball is really going to benefit this group. Um, and, you know, they, they've got to build it. They've offered some receivers. Um, you know, they've offered a bunch of offensive linemen. So I think, you know, they're working to, to boost that group and defense is where I'm really curious to see how they're going to boost that because they're losing a lot on that side of the ball. And the good thing is, is like everyone's going through it, right? I mean, look at Wisconsin and mm-hmm. their quarterback. I mean, even their bowl opponent, um, it, uh, it, it, this is not just an Oklahoma State issue. It's, it's happening at, at a variety of programs across the country. I at least appreciate, Jacob, the fact that, one, you guys get to go back to Phoenix, which is always a good time right during this time of the year. Uh, I, I hope that it's at the, uh, the Camelback, baby. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and you get to at least participate with another name brand program. And I, I know bowl games in the way that they're viewed, but there is still, to me, some substance with aligning yourself with a program like Wisconsin's. It's, it's way different than, saying, playing at a, a, a lower-tier G5 school. Uh, but Wisconsin and Oklahoma State, like you expect Oklahoma State's brand with where the program's at to be affiliated with schools of, of, of similar ilk. Yeah, you know, this is good. I know it's not the high-level bowl that – a lot of fans expect to go into this season, but like I said, the matchup with the Big Ten program like Wisconsin for the first time ever uh, in their program history, that's that's big. I think it's it's good exposure. You know, people a lot of people are going to watch this game because Luke Sickle is going to be involved as the new coach of Wisconsin in some form or fashion, and um, there's a lot of interest there. And uh, I, I think this is just this is a good situation. It's a late night game too across the country, so people will be up watching on Bolton, you know, a couple days after Christmas. It's just it's it's still a good situation for OSU. Um, especially go out there and they perform well. Jacob, this has been fun, man. I always appreciate you. Uh, maybe we'll check in again before you uh, head off uh, to that wonderful, magical place known as the Camelback there in the greater Phoenix area. <laughs> but I always appreciate all the time that you give us here in Tulsa on the Blitz 1170. Yeah, I'm happy. I'm going to be trying to steamroll into uh, Phoenix. <laughs> I love the callback, and that's exactly why we have you on. Appreciate you, my man. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> All right. Thanks to Jacob for joining us via the Oklahoma Four Dealers hotline here on the Blitz 1170. What, you don't like my cover band, Mannheim Steam Wheeler, instead of Steam Roller? Wait, I didn't reverse that again, did I? No, that's correct. Yes, my cover band, yes. Okay. Just making sure, as we're about 45 minutes away. Wait a minute. I think I need to turn you up a little bit. Okay. What was that other band name you had last week? with you and Hubbard were talking about, uh, it'd be a good name for a band. It was some rocker band that you guys just kind of made up. Oh, I have no idea. Every now and then when I hear something, I'll be like, oh, that'd be a great name for a rock band. You know what I'm talking about, Hubbard? I do, but I can't remember what it was. Okay, Hubbard can't remember yesterday. (laughs) It's true. Crying out loud. So you you can't ask him anything. All right, we're live at the University of Tulsa today. We need to take a timeout. We're a little bit behind. We'll get caught up next. When we come back, though, we'll preview what's happening here at Tulsa. Uh, We also have some other things kind of floating out there right now with the NFL. We do have uh, some news coming out of the NFL, including one team today that's in playoff position saying, "Ah, I don't know if we appreciate how we're built. 
and they pushed their general manager to the side. We'll get into that. Uh, and I want to say a shout-out to my man Chad Taylor, who's on his way home. Wink, wink. We'll take a time out and come back with more next year on the Blitz 1170. Thank you for listening to this exclusive Blitz 1170 podcast from Bravado Wireless.